Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. It's a good evening for me, and I hope it's good at whatever time you're listening to this. I'm Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast, episode number 36. Although it was chilly and icy on this first Monday in February, I kept my eyes, ears, and soul open to notice when I experienced the presence of God. Like most days, there were numerous mini-moments which I experienced during the course of my day. But the time I was most aware of God's presence was during a meeting I attended at our local public library. First of all, just being in our library helps me to feel God's presence. I don't feel this presence in the same way, of course, as when I'm in the sanctuary of a church or in one of creation's stunning places. Yet, at the library, I have a feeling of reverence for the commitment to learning, community, and accessibility for everyone, which permeates all aspects of my local library, and I imagine most public libraries everywhere. I also feel deep gratitudes that libraries as expansive, multifaceted, and cutting-edged as ours exist in this day and age of privatized, corporate, profit-driven spaces. As much as I like the coffee shop and comfy chairs at our nearest big-box bookstore, whose first initial is B, this is a private space where you must pay to take a book home with you. Not so at our library, which has even done away with late fines. The meeting tonight in the largest public meeting room was for a political group. I'm trying to keep partisan politics out of this podcast as I want this to be a safe space free of the rancor and tribalism poisoning our political discourse these days. This group is engaged in political activism, yet the abbreviation of it is WPA, with Westerville and Alliance, the first and third words. Note the middle letter isn't an R or a D, as this group is committed to a political ideal rather than merely a party. The gathering tonight was to allow candidates for an open House of Representatives seat as well as State Assembly and State Senate seats to speak and answer questions. There was one locally well-known candidate for the House race who spoke, and he looked and sounded the part of a practiced politician. White, male, and gray-haired. I was more intrigued, though, by one of his opponents in the May primary. Male and white, yes, but in his 30s rather than 60s. I saw this candidate recently on the street of our town with some of his friends filming what turned out to be a top-notch campaign video. Although I don't usually mention names here, I'll mention his, it's John Russell, as I suggest you go and check out his video at russellforohio.com. I think he's going to do big things in this race. But the candidate presentation during which I most felt God's presence was a woman who I think is going to have a more difficult time in her race for state assembly. A retired school teacher with a passion for science and healthcare, she offered a touching explanation of why she's running. After the death of her husband by complications from kidney disease, She felt the best way to remember him was through political engagement. It's the first time she's run for office, and she has a climb ahead of her. I admire what she's doing, and I thanked her afterwards for her commitment to public service within our democracy. I felt God's presence in our freedom to assemble in a public building dedicated to learning and inclusion of all on a cold February night to support regular people and more polished politicians who are putting themselves out to serve this democracy so many have given their lives to build. I feel anger at and shame with what our highest leaders are doing and saying these days. Yet I feel pride and hope when I see candidates like John and the retired school teacher and so many others standing up for goodness and the common good. 
Where and when in public political life do you experience God's presence? How is being engaged politically related to your faith? Thanks for listening. Blessings and peace.